Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Avenue by Leisure World and Belpre Road, and last report, single left lane gets by. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Passing clouds this afternoon, windy conditions, gusts still up to 40 miles per hour through 3 p.m. Then we'll see the winds go down tonight. And temperatures are falling as well, 30s after 6 p.m. and a freeze early tomorrow. Sunday looks cold, wind chills in the 20s, low 30s, and eventually a feel-like temperature of 15 by 8 p.m. tomorrow. I'm 7 News meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 51 degrees at Fort Belvoir. It's 49 in Foggy Bottom, 47 in Silver Spring. At 159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell. Coming up, thousands of protesters are in downtown D.C. demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. A teenager in one local county is under arrest for sexual assault he committed at a high school. I'm Grace Newton. After shooting his roommate, a man is claiming self-defense. I'm Luke Lukert. Some people hoping for help to buy a home in D.C. may be out of luck. This is Kyle Cooper. We can remove the car tax. That's what Governor Youngkin says, but what are the chances it actually happens? I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes. Wicked winter weather is roaring across the nation and making things miserable for hundreds of thousands without power. There's freezing rain, howling winds, swirling snow, and dangerously cold temperatures. Zach Taylor is with the National Weather Service. The western U.S. is looking at a pretty significant winter storm that's going to move into Oregon over the next day or so, bringing a pretty widespread heavy snowfall to much of the state. And that snow will extend further east into the Intermountain West and as well as the Wasatch Mountains of Utah, including Salt Lake City, and then the Colorado Rockies as well. The cold is making this last weekend of campaign cha- campaigning in Iowa challenging ahead of Monday's Republican caucuses. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is dealing with it. I'm a Florida boy, born and bred. And yet here I am in uh, negative temperatures. Uh, I am not going to be canceled. If people are willing to come out and, and hear from me, I'm going to show up all the way until the end of this caucus. Now to the Middle East, where the U.S. is carrying out more airstrikes on Iran-backed Houthis who have been attacking commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The BBC's Sebastian Usher. The group has long drawn vital support from Iran. Now, according to President Biden, the U.S. is also sending a direct message to Tehran. There's a flu outbreak in the U.S., and the CDC says 40 children have died from it so far. CBS's Omar Villafranca. This is the first time I have known the flu to be horrible. Mary Stein and her three-year-old son, James, have spent the last few nights in a Dallas hospital. His cough got so strong and so hard. We've been here since Wednesday night, diagnosed with flu A, and then that turned into right-side pneumonia. Nationally, the number of flu cases has decreased, but in southern states, flu activity is still high, including in Dallas County, where almost 20% of tests are positive. More fallout after that Alaska Airlines door plug blowout. 
The Federal Aviation Administration says it will require inspections of 40 Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes and will review data from those checks before allowing the planes to resume flights. United and Alaska Airlines say they have canceled Boeing 737 MAX 9 flights through Tuesday. Alaska has been canceling about 20% of daily flights since the grounding of its 65 MAX 9 planes. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. The Justice Department is seeking the death penalty for the white supremacist who killed 10 black people at the top supermarket in Buffalo in 2022. The shooter was 18 at the time and has already pleaded guilty to separate state charges of murder and domestic terrorism. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. 203 at WTOP. Welcome to Saturday, January 13th. We are at 47 degrees, a windy start to the day. Good afternoon to you, and thanks for making us part of your weekend. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following for you. People from all parts of the country are in D.C. for today's March on Washington for Gaza. They're calling for a ceasefire in the war-torn area. The rally just started at Freedom Plaza just about an hour ago. Thousands of demonstrators are there. Organizers coordinated buses from 23 different states to head to the nation's capital. Later this afternoon, they're heading to the White House. We do have WTOP's Dick Giuliano on scene. Stay with us for the latest on the march. And a teenager under arrest in Fairfax County after an alleged sexual assault at Annandale High School. Fairfax County police say the juvenile victim told the school resource officer about her assault. She said the 17-year-old male suspect forcefully sexually assaulted her near a stairwell at school. She was able to get away. The suspect admitted to the assault in an interview with detectives. He's being held at the Fairfax County Juvenile Detention Center. Detectives are asking anyone with information about the incident to call the Fairfax County Police Department's Major Crimes Bureau. Grace Newton, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to Annandale High School for comment. And there's new details this afternoon about a homicide in Prince George's County. It appears to have started with an argument over a TV remote. It happened early on Wednesday morning at about 5.30 when 38-year-old Richard Benaugh told police he was sleeping on the couch at a Springdale townhome when his roommate yelled at him asking for the TV remote. He says 27-year-old Dominique Scott Hayes was holding two knives. According to court documents, that's when Benaugh grabbed his gun. He told police he fired as Scott Hayes advanced. Though police observed bullet holes leading all the way to Scott Hayes' bedroom where he was found dead. Benaugh says after the shooting, he went back to sleep, then drove to a weed dispensary, smoked, and flushed the cartridge casings and then called friends who told him to call 911. He was arrested and now faces manslaughter charges. Luke Luker, WTOP News. 205, now at WTOP. People in D.C. hoping to get help buying a home will apparently have to wait for that to happen. D.C.'s first-time homebuyers fund, which started with $26 million, is out of money. An online dashboard shows the balance of available funds at zero. D.C.S. reports the program provides interest-free down payment assistance to low- and moderate-income first-time homebuyers. Many lower-income buyers don't have to pay back the loan until the property is sold. The program ran out of money even though the rules were changed in 2023, capping how much people could borrow. 
Critics say that move cut out many of the lowest income people who could have been helped the most under the program. It also ran out of funding in 2022 and will likely not receive any more funding until October. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Democrats in the Virginia legislature say a plan to repeal the state's car tax is dead on arrival. Everywhere I go in the Commonwealth, people say to me, Governor, I hate the car tax. Can we get rid of it? Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin tells WTOP he's urging lawmakers to repeal the car tax, which can be fairly expensive. For example, the rate for a car owner in Fairfax County is about $4.50 per $100 of the vehicle's value. We can remove the car tax. But Democratic State Senator Scott Serval, the majority leader in Virginia Senate, says lawmakers don't have enough details. He says it's not clear exactly how revenue generated from the tax would be replaced. The car tax, at least in Fairfax County, generates about $3,500 per student. And I haven't heard from the governor how he intends to replace that kind of money. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Just a month after being approved by the Prince William Board of County Supervisors, the highly controversial Digital Gateway Data Center project is heading to court. It's been a political lightning rod for years. Now there are two legal challenges both made public Friday and alleging the county and company seeking to build the gateway violated both county and state laws governing zoning procedures. The suits asked the county circuit court to overturn the board's decision to approve the applications. D.C. is reports a digital gateway can end up being the largest data center complex worldwide. Coming up after traffic and weather. How much is every D.C. home combined worth? Only three cities top us. I'm Jeff Glabaugh. It's 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, over to Steve Dresner in the traffic center. Good afternoon, Ralph Fox, starting off in Maryland and Prince George's County, dealing with a, with a crash on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway right near 214 Central Avenue. It looks like we do have lane blocked. It's uh, between 214 and actually Route 50, Montgomery County, off and on delays on the outer loop, beginning right around Connecticut Avenue, around the big curve, down and over the American Legion Bridge into Virginia. Caller updates us southbound George Avenue right before Bell Pre Road, right near Leisure World. We're still dealing with a downed tree. And last report, single left lane does get you by. Backed up on the BW Parkway, both directions remain slow. Riverdale through the Beltway, it clears up after 197. 95 southbound remains slow coming down from Route 200, the ICC, right down to the Beltway. Route 50 all clear from the Beltway out to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge with sunny blue skies. And we still are dealing with wind warnings, no vehicle restrictions. We have two lanes open eastbound, three going westbound. In the district, uh, still a bit of demonstration activity. Nothing that's really bogging you down a bit. But you will find it slow in northwest around Pennsylvania Avenue near 15th Street and uh, uh, 14th Street right near Freedom Plaza. And traffic remains slow both directions over on the 395-695 freeway from the 14th Street Bridge all the way up past Main Avenue. Just uh, volume delays in both directions. Do you want to test an electric car? We'll plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X only at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now look at your weekend weather forecast. It's pretty nice out now. There is a chill coming. 
Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking your Saturday forecast, passing clouds, windy conditions this afternoon, but the winds come down this evening, and so do the temperatures. 30s by 6 p.m. and a freeze early tomorrow. Sunday's going to be a cold day, especially when the Arctic air arrives during the late morning to early afternoon. Some passing clouds, maybe a few snow flurries with it, but eventually it's a cold night tomorrow night with wind chill values in the teens. As we get into Monday, a high of only 34 with overcast skies, and we'll track snow chances Monday night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 degrees in College Park, 48 in Fairfax, 49 on the National Mall. It's 210. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. If you added up the value of every single house and condo in the D.C. metro, we rank fourth highest behind only New York, L.A., and San Francisco, and values have risen fast. The total value of owner-occupied housing units in the D.C. metropolitan area is just over $1 trillion, uh, and that's up 32.6% from 2019. That's Jacob Channel at Lending Tree. The D.C. metro is also one of only four where the total home value exceeds $1 trillion, even though we're only the sixth largest market. D.C. is home to, let's face it, a lot of very wealthy people who own a lot of really expensive real estate. And when taken all together, you end up with an overall valuation being really quite high. Some markets outside the top 10 have still seen the most dramatic increase in the last three years. In Austin, total home values have risen almost 90%. In Phoenix, total home values have risen almost 75% in the last three years. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. The weather forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. Coming up on WTOP. What are the chances of a partial government shutdown now that the deadline is just days away? On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Stay close. It's 2-12. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. This is George Wallace and FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. Looking at tonight's game in Kansas City, temperature going to be minus 30. I'm taking the Chiefs and the under for sure and under on passing yards. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW if you don't already have an account. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 213. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. 
clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Coming up on WTOP, the countdown to a potential shutdown. Underway once again as Congress will only have a few days to avoid a partial government shutdown next week. We'll keep you up to date there. Stay close. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term Term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. Or BigLou.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 215, now at WTOP, I'm Ralph Fox. Thanks for being with us today. Well, the countdown to shutdown is underway. Congress will have a short time next week to avoid the issue after the MLK holiday on Monday. It appears the likelihood may be decreasing, at least for now. We get more from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Division among House Republicans has once again been a matter of concern. Conservatives have been pushing House Speaker Mike Johnson to dump a deal that he reached with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer with a $1.6 trillion top-line spending figure, arguing more cuts need to be made. Virginia Republican Bob Good, the chair of the House Freedom Caucus, is among its chief critics, pointing to soaring federal spending. $34 trillion of debt on our way to $36 trillion by the next election. 40-year high inflation under which the American people are suffering. The average family is paying about $1,000 a month for the essentials, the basics, and they were paying uh, when this president got into office. And do we, as a Republican Party, as a House majority, do we really care about that? Despite pressure from conservatives, Speaker Johnson on Friday said he intended to stick with the agreement he reached with the Senate leadership, noting that he's also been willing to listen to the concerns of his conference. In keeping with my commitment to bring members into the legislative process, I've spoken and received feedback this week from many members all across the Republican conference. That's a very important part of this. When I became Speaker, I committed to decentralizing the Speaker's office and making this a a member-driven Process. The Speaker's public commitment to the spending agreement doesn't eliminate the possibility of a partial government shutdown when the deadline comes on Friday. But it's an important signal to the Senate that suggests they can agree on some type of short-term spending plan. The House's top Democrat, Hakeem Jeffries, says his party is willing to work with Republicans, but is also highly critical of them, pointing out that at one point they were unable to move forward a basic procedural vote on their own bills. This week has once again revealed that extreme MAGA Republicans have zero interest in doing anything productive 
that is designed to benefit the American people. As the shutdown deadline approaches, many GOP hardliners remain opposed to a stopgap spending measure. And it appears Democrats will need to help Speaker Johnson if it's to be approved and prevent a partial government shutdown. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on for you here at WTOP. Thousands of demonstrators are downtown for the March on Washington for Gaza, looking for a ceasefire and an end to U.S. aid to Israel. The United States fires another round of airstrikes in Yemen against Houthi rebels and blizzard conditions in Iowa as Republican candidates push for votes ahead of the Monday caucuses. Stay with us for full details on these stories and more in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, it's brought to you by Budget Blinds. It's a new year. Get a new view with Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds has blinds, shades, and shutters for a new view. Find your local owner at BudgetBlinds.com. Visit BudgetBlinds.com today. Here's Steve Dresner. We'll start off in Maryland and Prince George's County. We do remain slow on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Crash cleanup continues after Central Avenue, but before Route 50 with a lane blocked. Montgomery County off and on delays beginning at Connecticut Avenue all the way around the big curb, down and over the American Legion Bridge into Virginia. Southbound Georgia Avenue right before Belpre Road still dealing with the down tree. They're trying to get it out of the way, but it's still a single left lane getting you by. In Virginia, we do remain slow on the inner loop. Those delays beginning at the toll road down to the American Legion Bridge. Staying in the McLean area, do be on the lookout both directions of the Georgetown Pike. Currently blocked right near Great Falls Park. We had a down tree with utility wires. And traffic still jammed up on the northbound side of 95, leaving Aquia Harbor. It's going to be slow past Potomac Mills once you're over the Occoquan. We're still finding off and on delays right to the Springfield Interchange. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. This sponsored by Compassion International. Steve Drisner, WTOP Traffic. Now look at your weekend weather forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking your weekend forecast. Sunshine today with some passing clouds and we'll have some sunshine tomorrow. But the winds will stay up and that's bringing in the cold air from the west-northwest. Today it's a west wind gusting up to 40 miles per hour. Tomorrow it's a northwest wind gusting up to 30 miles per hour. But tomorrow's wind will feel much colder as temperatures will be low. Wind chill values in the 20s, even teens tomorrow evening. And then Monday morning we're down into the upper teens low 20s for actual air temperatures. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. We're looking 47 degrees in Georgetown, 49 in Bowie, Leesburg at 45 degrees. It is 220 Coming up on WTOP. Turns out one of the best cures for anxiety in 2024 could be changing your diet. I'm Matt Koufax. Stay close. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. 
an accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes along with more than 125 degrees and certificates in in-demand fields like business, cybersecurity, healthcare, and more. Gain the skills and credentials you need to achieve your career goals. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Goodfeet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Goodfeet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. This is WTOP News. 223, now at WTOP, Montgomery County's Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation is responding to word of three recent, they say unrelated, inmate deaths. One had a significant medical event January 9th and died after being taken to Holy Cross Hospital from the Montgomery County Correctional Facility in Clarksburg. A preliminary review found no signs of foul play, but a final cause of death will be determined. The next day, officials say a prisoner with significant medical concerns died at Holy Cross after being there for a week. Thursday, January 11th, another medical emergency. The correctional staff began life-saving measures, which were unsuccessful. Also, for now, no signs of foul play there. The county says many correctional systems are experiencing significant increases in those with acute and chronic medical conditions. 223, we all know what we can eat can have an impact on our bodies, but new research says it could affect your mind as well. It's all part of studies happening in the emerging field of nutritional psychiatry. The National Institute of Mental Health says anxiety disorders are the most common mental health condition in the U.S., with nearly 20% of the population struggling with anxiety. Good news is a new Harvard medical study suggests that foods naturally rich in magnesium, like leafy greens, legumes, nuts, seeds, and whole grains, as well as zinc, think oysters, cashews, liver, beef, and egg yolk, could help you feel calmer and ease your mental state. Be on the lookout for antioxidant-rich foods, too, like berries, apples, and plums, and B vitamin powerhouses like avocados and almonds. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. The CDC says the number of kids who died from the flu nearly doubled last week. Forty have succumbed so far this winter season. A surge in cases of flu and COVID are to be expected, but experts say some severe cases could be prevented, except for vaccine fatigue. We will keep you up to date on that one. Sports at 25 and 55. Now look at the sports page. A lot going on today, Diane Roberts. We're going to start with the Rangers. They just scored on the Capitals, making it 2-1 in the second period. The Caps have lost three of their last four games. Men's college basketball, WTOP's Dave Preston, is at the Davidson-George Washington game, which just got underway about 25 minutes ago. Dave, what you got? 
Well, 9.40 to play in the first half, and George Washington trails Davidson 24-19. The Wildcats entered the day averaging the fewest points per game in the Atlantic 10, but they made nine of their first team shots to begin the contest using a 12-1 run to pull ahead. Revolutionary still in this game thanks to hot three-point shooting. Four of nine beyond the arc, and James Bishop, the fourth, has an early seven points to lead all scorers. 9.25 to play in the first half. George Washington trails 24-19.